You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to continue on our divisional series breakdown. During these, we are going to break down a fantasy player from each team that we are looking to roster and we're looking to avoid. And then after that, we are going to break down our predictions on where we think each team will land within the division. And of course, we'll end the episode with our favorite thing, the movie corner. As always, I'm joined by my partner here, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, the NFC South. I don't know. It's a toss-up whether I'd want to watch 17 games of Falcon season this year or have to ever watch Bo Burnham's inside again. I think the thing about it is, is I I am on the I'm on the opposite end of the fence of who I think is going to be the worst team in this division this year. I really am. I think we're on the opposite I, of where we're at. Well, I thought it was going to be Carolina until they made that trade. And I think Baker Mayfield is middling enough that they pump up a couple games past yeah it's definitely something that i was intrigued by going over this roster um of, of people and we'll, we can kick it off with the carolina panthers actually mm-hmm. uh and, and players we're looking to um roster and players we're looking to avoid and you know what i'll kick us off i personally i don't hate baker mayfield um i know there's question marks on whether or not he is going to be the starter for this team you're not drafting baker mayfield to be your quarterback one you're not if you are then well I don't know what to tell you, um, but uh, quarterback he might be quarterback one in your heart. Yeah, in your heart. Yeah, definitely. Um, week one, I think you might want to roll him out just because he might throw four touchdowns against the Browns or four interceptions. Who knows? Um, but he's far better than or I. Both. Exactly. He might throw four and four. Um, I like. Okay, so let me say this: Baker Mayfield should be a starter in the National Football League. That's what I'm going to say. He should be one of the 32 starters in the NFL. I think he is good enough and serviceable enough to be that. I feel like he is a poor man's Kirk Cousins. He's nowhere near as good as Kirk Cousins, which is weird to say because there's been a lot of Kirk Cousins love on this podcast recently. It's kind of weird, but um, it's, I like Baker. I just like the value. I think at 29th, I think that, uh, I think he's going to win the starting job. I don't think it's, I, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind that he does. Because if he can win any football, he's looked out here to prove something. He's trying to get another contract, et cetera, et cetera. So I like the value. I'm not going to start him week in and week out. But if you pick apart the matchups where you can kind of hone in on his talents, I think that you have a chance. Um, and they do have a decent weapon core around him. And speaking of the weapon core, uh, the guy that I'm looking to avoid this year is Christian McCaffrey. I love Christian McCaffrey. Big fan of Christian McCaffrey. 
But this guy is being taken in that top five running back scenario, and I can't see it. You're talking about a guy um, that's only played 10 games in the last two years. Um, the thing about it is, is this. Will if Christian McCaffrey stays Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, will he probably be a top five running back? 100 percent But I'm not baking on that health right now, so I can't do it. And I want to do it. And if he dropped me a little bit, maybe I would take him in the bottom half of the first round. Maybe. But uh I, I Baker Mayfield is my guy. I'm looking at roster, and McCaffrey's the one I'm trying to avoid. What about you, Fox? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the one that I am looking to roster is DJ Moore. He's going as wide receiver 17, which, you know, is decently high. But the guy continuously produces. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is. I think he's going to be a high-end wide receiver 2 to low-end wide receiver 1. He's going to be somewhere in that 10 to 18 range. Um, so I'm happy taking him right there. I am not bullish on any other receivers. Uh, there was a lot of talk of, oh, this boosts Robbie Anderson or Richard Higgins is really going to have a, a breakout season because Baker went there. You know what? McCaffrey's ADP is high, but it's fine for what he could produce. Baker's uh, ADP is right in line with, you know, I think he's a fringe low in QB2. You know, I currently have him at QB25, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And he's going at QB29. Those, those three ADPs are fine. You cannot sell me on who is going to emerge out of these other receivers. They have Higgins. They have Robbie Anderson. Uh, people forget they drafted Terrace Marshall Jr. last year for reasons surpassing uh, understanding. They gave Ian Thomas a contract extension. Those guys will all have, probably have one or two decent games. I'm I'm not banking on any of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, it's 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 definitely an ugly. Um, ugly thing to speaking of ugly the new um we're gonna go to the new orleans saints <sighs> all right uh, this is easy for me who is who am i rostering who am i avoiding who am i rostering absolutely nobody i hate this entire roster who am i avoiding michael thomas prove me wrong next mr fox you're on the you're on the clock you know michael thomas at wide receiver 29 um isn't terrible um, but I think I'm more interested. Jarvis Landry is going as wide receiver 55. <clears throat> I think Jarvis Landry could outproduce that ADP. He's going behind Chris Olave. He's going way behind Michael Thomas. I love Michael Thomas. I have tons of shares of Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, please bounce back. <laughs> uh, I'm not banking on that. I would like to see him actually stay in a game. So I think Jarvis Landry, an interesting signing. He's going back to where he played his college ball. Um, you know, he's been sneakily reliable no matter what. The one that I'm probably avoiding right now, if we're talking straight redraft, is Alvin Kamara. Because secretly, we have not gotten any real feedback about a potential suspension. He's still going as RB12, which means you're probably having to get him by the middle of the second round in a redraft if, if you want to get him. Because running backs always go uh, super high. Look at his overall ADP for a minute. His overall ADP is well, it doesn't say this, just I did positional because I'm dumb. Um, oh, it says pick 20. So pick 20, yeah, you're in the like the middle of the second round. 
if he gets a six game suspension, plus you have a bye week thrown in there, you're missing seven weeks of production for a guy that you're taking probably as your RB1 because you're probably taking him at the back end of the first round or the, the top of the second round where you've taken some other kind of position in there. I feel like that's a little bit too high of a gamble for a guy who we don't know what's going to happen. We also don't know what the vibe is going to be like playing with Jameis Winston. So I'm a little, if he, if he was, if his ADP was low end RB two, I would take that missing seven games, but yeah, see, that's the thing. We don't know when, so there's not, it doesn't look like there might not be a resolution uh, before the season starts. So it's a scenario where I think that he could even potentially start the season and get suspended mid season. You know what I mean? If it, you're you're playing with fire you know what i mean i think no matter what and i think you're right if alvin kamara gets a longer suspension than deshaun watson i might have trouble watching football this year i'm just gonna say oh god that would don't yeah all right speaking of which uh let's move on to the atlanta falcons um i struggled with the guy that i would want to roster but i think i'm leading drake london um i just love the talent and it's not going to, it's, it would, he's kind of top 40, right? So, in my opinion, we've seen plenty of rookie receivers outperform their ADP with a mixed bag at the quarterback position, right? Um, I think that teams are going to hone in on pits, which I believe is going to open the door for some of the other weapons on this team. I just like Drake London. I think Drake London could easily catch eight to 10 touchdowns this year without a question. And I think he's an immensely talented receiver. He was my favorite receiver in this class. And you don't have to be a good quarterback just to throw the ball in the air to drink London and him to come down with it. He's a great jump ball receiver. Um, as long as the guy that I'm looking to avoid is actually Pitts. And I say this with redraft only caveat there. Obviously, you know, outside of that, whatever. I'm just, you know, I'm talking about redraft. I'm not, I don't want to pay the premium, even in tight end premium leagues. I just, I like the talent. I think he's immensely talented. I just think teams are going to hone in on him. They, they don't have any weapons. They don't. And because of that, I think that – I think the second half of the season, he might have a little bit better of a season than the first half because I think if Drake London can open the door a little bit to kind of prove that he's a threat, that it might open the door for Pitts just a hair. But uh, I don't want any any part of that ADP for Pitts. I mean, you were talking about the guy that's being taken top couple tight ends in, in, in the, in the, uh, in the draft. I don't want any part of that. So uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts, what about you, Fox? Yeah, I'm with you on Kyle Pitts just because there's no value in it. Uh, he's going his tight end three, pick 30, which means you're taking him in the middle of the third round. Yep. He could hit that. Personally, I'd rather take one of the tight ends who's going like my favorite, um, which we'll get to probably in a couple of weeks. Like, I'd rather have Dalton Schultz, who's going as tight end six at pick 63, because I actually think he has top three potential in that Dallas offense. It's not that I don't like Kyle Pitts. It's just, where's the value there? And we don't totally know what the passing game is going to be like. Uh, you and I both hope have hoped that Marcus Mariota would get a chance and would be good. I'm not, I mean, this is the coach that has an offensive coordinator benched him. Yeah. Uh, and they have Desmond Ritter to look at. I'm not sure the Falcons are trying to win. Drake London's ADP, wide receiver 41.95 overall. That's not too bad. Uh, the one I'm going to go with, Tyler Algier. Um, 
there's not a lot of competition. He's currently going as running back 55. You don't have to reach for him. He could end up being a playable flex for people. I like Cordero Patterson, but I think they may end up using him out uh, in the receiving game a little bit more because we don't know how it's going to shake out with London, the rookie, Brian Edwards, the project, the uh, collection of wide receiver fives. They seem to have acquired this offseason. And Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson, we know, is... You know, he was decent. He flashed. He's going to carry the ball. He's not a 200 carry a year running back to me. Um, and they they got decent value on Algier. If you looked at the the system that their coaches run, he's typically had a, a strong running back. I think RB55 is a good swing for me. Moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, this one, this one was kind of easy for me. Uh, the guy that I'm looking to roster, Russell Gage. I love Russell Gage. I love what we're going to be able to get out of him until Godwin comes back. I don't know when Godwin's going to come back. I think if the Bucks start off, let's just say the Bucks start off hypothetically like four and two, they're not they're not going to be in a hurry to rush back a Godwin. You know what I mean? Obviously, they're going to want Godwin on the football field, but there's no reason to rush a good player when you can have him down the stretch, right? You know what I mean? That's just good football coaching. I think that they would be wise to do something like that. So Russell Gage, I think is, I think he's going to start creeping up more and more, especially in redrafts. I think that his value might come up a little bit over the next couple of weeks. Once people realize Godwin's going to be, I, Godwin's still being taken relatively high in certain drafts, which is kind of confusing because, I mean, we're looking at a guy that's probably at least out six weeks, at least, I think. Um, so six weeks without a fucking without a without a wide receiver, I think where you're you're the value's not there. But Russell Gage is immensely valuable, and I think Russell Gage is really good. Like he's good. He's a good receiver. Like I mean, I'm not sitting here saying he's the best receiver since sliced bread, but you know, I think he's going to be able to return the investment. My- Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Avoid Tom Brady. No other reason than Tom Brady. You I don't want to Tom Brady. Him. You paid him his oh, whole definitely, career. Definitely hate Tom Brady. Um, I don't. He's the Bill I, Burr of quarterbacks. <laughs> God, he is a Bill. He is a. He's a both fan. from Boston. Yeah, we're both from Boston. So, um, but yeah, I don't. It's the <laughs> you're a smartass. Um, I love Tom Brady. Everybody knows I love Tom Brady. Let's not get that out of this world. Um, I'm just, I'm just concerned. The wheels might fall off at some point, and um, I don't know. I just don't want to draft. I don't want to draft Brady as high as he's going. So, no yeah, I mean, he is going as QB nine, and yeah. you know, if you get full seasons out of Hertz and Lamar, I think both of them, because of their rushing, get up there. Burrow. Stafford, Russell Wilson's in a better spot. I I wouldn't be surprised if Brady's more of a low end QB one because let's be honest, he's never going to light the world on fire running. And now that they've committed to uh, Lenny, um, as well as ninety five other uh, middling RB fours behind can him, you, can you stop? We're not talking about the running game. <laughs> All right, Peaky Shanvan. 
I mean, he might be there still to return some kicks to hold Tom Brady. I said we're not talking. (laughs) Um, So I'm kind of with you. Russell Gage is currently going as wide receiver 45. Godwin's going as wide receiver 23. I love me some Chris Godwin. Still love him in Dynasty, but um, they got that long-term deal done. I think they're in no hurry to ease him back. Mike Evans, wide receiver 11. Could get there with touchdowns, but we've actually seen a little bit of a decline in him being like an alpha wide receiver. I like the sneaky value of Gage. The one I'm avoiding is tight end completely. A lot of comments about what's going to happen, and I have said before, Cameron Braid has stepped up uh, at times. He's currently going as tight end 24. It's not a heinous ADP. They drafted a bunch of people. I don't totally know what they're doing, Um, so I feel no real compunction to roll with a Tampa Bay tight end at this point in time. Don't blame you at all. Time to break down our thoughts on the division and where we think uh, each of these teams will land. Um, my division looks a little like this. I have Tampa Bay, Carolina, um, New... Hang on for Tampa Bay, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. And I have... I have Tampa Bay at a 11 and se- is it 11 and seven? I think that's right. right? Six. 11, and, 11, and, 11 six. and six. Sorry. 11 and six. I have Carolina. I'm fringe eight and nine there, seven and 10. Um, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic with this team. I think they're going to be a little bit better. I think so. I, if you remember, if you listen to the show early in the off season, I was Atlanta was going to be the team that I thought could overachieve a little bit in this division. I've switched that to Carolina. I've put Carolina on those shoes now, which obviously flip-flops where I have Atlanta at 5-12 and 12 and also have the New Orleans Saints at 5-12. and 12. So I am completely out on the Saints. Interesting. I will say the odds makers with their over-unders for this division really uh, – Makes no sense. They – no, well, they've made it, so I don't really want to gamble on the. You know, we talked about this last week with the AFC None South, of them. but None of them. NFC South, Tampa Bay's uh, over under is eleven and a half. Nope. New Orleans is eight. I think you would I'm probably. Under that. That's yeah, that's the one Mash you're probably considering. Atlanta Falcons at five, which feels like a push. Uh, Carolina Panthers at six and a half. So. I I have Tampa Bay winning the division. I have them at 12 and 5, which would be a slight over, but I don't feel incredibly, you know, 12 and 5, 11 and 6. Not a big gap to fall. Uh, I'm a little yeah, more bullish on New Orleans than you, but only a little. I have them at 8 and 9. I don't think they make the playoffs either. Not totally sold on um Dennis <laughs> Allen and and I think a lot is going to ride on what happens to Kamara because him missing a game, you know, you're talking about Mark Ingram, Abram Smith, Ty Montgomery. Not a lot of options that make you feel great. Uh, I have Carolina in third, seven and ten. You know, I think um, pre-Baker, I had them in the three to four win range. So this is me giving them a little bit of a bump. But I, I think this is it for Matt Rule. I don't like the energy of the team. I They're another franchise, you know, I don't know exactly what they're doing and atlanta five and 12 i think they'll be fun to watch at times i don't think they have a roster set to win i don't actually think they're trying to win this year i think they're trying to get ready to do another draft which might actually put arthur smith on the hot seat going into year three i agree 100 percent 
Uh, all right, so time to transition into the movie corner. We had, when I was looking at this, I couldn't believe the amount of stuff that is scheduled to come out this weekend. Um, we have, in theaters, we have DC League of Super Pets, which I'm kind of low-key excited for because I am a big Kevin Hart and The Rock fan. I think together they are hilarious. Um, on Hulu, we have Not Okay, which is starring Dylan O'Brien and Zoe Dooch. Uh, I'm a big fan of Zoe. Actually, I kind of like Dylan O'Brien, too. I think that he's, he's pretty good. We have Honor Society dropping on Paramount+. Plus. We have the House Party remake dropping on HBO Max. The Resort series starts on Peacock and Surface starts on Apple TV+, Plus, which, in my opinion, is one of the best shows of the year. Um, I am a huge fan of Surface. I think it's a it's 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 a Goo Goo McBaffy Raw. She is is incredible in it. Um, I thought the series is well made, well written. Um, it's one of my favorite Apple TV series. Is uh, you know first seasons to date. Um, they're on a roll right now. I don't know. I think that I stand by the statement that Apple TV is still producing some of the best TV of anybody out there. And uh, this year has been very good with Surface. Uh, with Ted, uh, not Ted Lasso, uh, Surface, um, Blackbird. I was a big fan of Blackbird. I was a big fan of the After, is it the After Party? Mm -hmm. the, the After Party. And I'm trying to think of some other stuff that came out this year. Um, Severance for all Sever I haven't watched, I haven't watched Severance yet. I need to. I heard it's really good. And uh, the other one is coming out soon, Five Days at Memorial, which I won't say much else about it, but I thought that was. We Crashed was it Apple TV. Oh, I really liked We Crashed. I, know. I really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have your favorite movie of the year, Cha Cha Real Smooth. Oh, wait, that's Jacob. I don't even know what to say after that. Um, my feelings are hurt. Oh. No, it was fine. I everybody that keeps trying to make that this year's Coda, I I don't really foresee that happening. I think I liked it better than Coda, so there's that. Um, with that being said, I'm, I'm no longer sorry. <laughs> uh what, what what do you uh yeah i don't know what you got fox anything fun for me before we go i'm trying to think you know i really uh enjoyed the fx series the old man um which wrapped up uh last week um it's i thought that for you indeed <laughs> indeed i did finish the opera i thought you would be uh what did you think of that i like it first of all it has made me want to watch the godfather i haven't gotten to my rewatch of yeah. the godfather but yeah, there yeah, yeah. there isn't a lot of things that doesn't make me want to watch the godfather it was yeah. it was fascinating i enjoyed miles teller for the life of me after watching the series i can't figure out how army hammer would have worked because he was originally cast in that miles teller role and got replaced yeah, after right. uh after his incidences <laughs> I don't know how it would have worked with him in the lead role, but I really enjoyed Dan Fogelman as um, Francis Ford Coppola. He cracked me up. And even though I made fun of it, Justin Chambers as Marlon Brando actually was actually good. Me. Yeah, same, I, dude. You know, you don't, it was just the striking for anyone of a certain age who's watched uh, 15 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Um, seeing Dr. Alex Karev coming out as one of the greatest <laughs> movie stars of all time at first kind of was like, well you know like i thought it was good with i don't know uh the actor that played al pacino i hadn't seen him in anything and i thought that was actually kind of a nice choice you went with 
with you know somebody unknown who who did a really good job it seemed like mimicking kind of that uh 70s pacino speech style but with brando they kind of went the other way justin chambers is a pretty recognizable face for being on a primetime soap i sort of enjoyed uh you know i sort of enjoyed the ride i enjoyed Gi- giovanni yeah. garbisi in his uh part matthew good is incredible in that show. he's my favorite part of that show i loved him paramount plus has actually turned out some pretty fun originals you know i know they are going kind of through a branding thing that people forget they're one of the oldest streaming services it was cbs all access they just changed their name when everything was going they have a really fun backlog i thought they've created some fun originals their latest Star Trek one, Strange New Worlds, was fantastic. If you like Star Trek, that is, it was top shelf Star Trek. I loved season one. I think more people need to be checking out Apple Plus and Paramount Plus. They don't get enough pub for the content they're turning out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I The thing about it was is... It, I know people that love the love the Godfather that were skeptical of of yeah that was me which is fine which is fine like and the thing about it is for me is like I don't you know I like the Godfather I think it's a great movie and I mean I do now after rewatching it after many years of saying it sucked but after me browbeating you into exactly looking at it through a different lens (laughs) and but like even if even if it's just loosely loosely based on some of you know some of the aspects might not be true which I expect they aren't. I enjoyed it. I th- and think about it is, is Miles Teller is an incredible actor. Like, yeah, he's so good. I mean, with Top Gun, he's, and he's having a great year. He and um, Daisy Edgar Jones are having a year. Because Daisy Edgar Jones was in Fresh. She did a nice job in Under the Banner of Heaven, even though Never they kind of yet. underused her part. She had some of the she delivered some real emotional stuff down the stretch, you know, for the first like four or five episodes, I was trying to figure out why she in this and then doing where the crowd had singing miles teller. Um, he was in the offer. It was pretty good. I thought he was decent in that spider head movie, even though I didn't care for spider head that much. And he was great in Maverick, which I still, I'm with you. It's getting a best picture nomination. If it doesn't, we write it. hundred percent. I mean, we're talking about the $600 million movie that could, um, especially stateside billion dollars it's worldwide. fantastic people that just dismiss it because they're like ah oh, it's just top gun and tom cruise no you you don't know what you're getting until you go yeah it's an incredible movie still my favorite movie of the year um with that being said uh make sure to check out the rest of the sh- stuff that we're pumping out over at the music city driving.com uh, follow us on twitter do all those other goofy things that people say at the end of these shows and yeah we'll be back next week to talk about a division i'm not going to mention it because i think the last time we did these, it's I mentioned the it and that was nfc the nfc north nfc north and afc north a week after yeah. that all right yes. so i'm pretty certain that we'll be talking about the west next week just because i'll throw it for a loop but i'm pretty uh, I'm sure we kidding. already did the west did we do the west oh we, we did, did do the, the west, west. Oh, yeah. See, so you west. have the east and the north would you rather talk about the cowboys or the packers um neither um <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> we will we can do... talk about your your boy chris kirk cousins next week yeah oh yeah my boy kirk i don't understand how i've become a kirk cousins apologist um with that being said we Same. will <laughs> talk to you guys oh man next week you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.